God accepts Solomon's prayer, says he has chosen this place for the sacrifices. And he says, if I do bring judgment on the people, verse 13, and verse 14, verse 714 here, is one of the key verses, maybe the key verse in Second Chronicles. And we'll see this pattern frequently. But if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will hear the, heal their land. That's really the pattern here. What do you... If you've been punished by God, what do you need to do? Humble yourself, pray, seek God's face, turn from your wicked ways, and God says, I will hear, forgive, and heal. That, that's a really key thing. God knows whether the repentance is real. You know, this is not just a matter of saying some prayers. This is a matter of humbling yourself, seeking His face, turning from his, your wicked ways. And... Uh, God will then listen to the prayer. Um, and his eyes and his heart are in the temple forever. Very few passages in the Bible speak of God's heart. But this is one of them. All right, come into questions through verse uh, 16. It is encouraging to know that even under God's punishment, there's a way back. There's hope. God is willing, God is eager to hear, forgive, and heal. If we will humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from a wicked way. 714 is a good passage. It's a good passage to remember, to memorize, to meditate on. A key text in Second Chronicles, for sure. Seventeen to twenty-two. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, even to do according to all that I have commanded you, I will keep my statutes and my ordinances. Then I will establish your royal throne as I covenanted with your father David, saying, You shall not lack a man to be ruler in Israel. But if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them. Then I will uproot you from my land which I have given you, and this house which I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight, and I will make it a proverb and a byword among all people. After this house, <coughs> which was exalted, <coughs> everyone who passes by it will be astonished and say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? And they will say, Because he forsook the Lord, the God of their fathers who brought them from the land of Egypt, and they adopted other gods and worshipped them and served them. Therefore, he has brought all this adversity on them. So, in 17 and 18, what happens if they do what he says? Yeah, Solomon obeys him, then his kingdom will endure. What happens if he turns away and forsakes God in 19 to 22? 
And everybody that passes by will say, why has God done like this to this land and this house? And they'll say, because they forsook God. They worshiped other gods and served them. That's why he's done it. <laughs> um, they would be the object of uh, international scorn if they turn away from God and forsake him because God will send them into captivity. They have fair warning over and over again. God warns them, I will bless you, but if you forsake me, I will punish you. And here's how. And here's what God ultimately did do to them. Comments and questions? All right, we are making progress. I still doubt that we can get through all of Second Chronicles tomorrow, but we're working on it. We're, I'm going to talk for a minute, and we'll ultimately, here in a second, take a break for lunch, and then we'll come back after lunch and study for a uh, while longer. But, uh, but this is uh, encouraging, and uh, we've got basically two more chapters on Solomon, and then we work through the kings of the divided kingdom. Uh, which is a really interesting section to me. I want to I take a moment to tell you about another person who would like to be here. I appreciate your indulging me this uh, uh, opportunity. But I want to tell you about uh, a family that I think definitely needs our prayers right now. 